This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? It is the morning sickness, Big Red Radio, 98 KUPD. Thank you. Silence the voice. And, uh, well, you got three quarters of the morning sickness here. You know, Johnny, Johnny's out doing his little surgery thing, and we do, we did get a report back, right? Or a check-in, at least. He's in the lobby. He's in the lobby. In the lobby, he said a picture of a lady that said, your mom's here. He said that to me. Uh, and it does look like Bunny. Does it really? From the back. All right. Yeah. Now, is he going to try to call in? Is anybody... Anybody heard about that? He yet, did say that he would call, try and call in a bit. All right. We're, we're, we're definitely hoping for the best while we're in here pissing trip off. So right here's now. here's the actual quote. I'm in a very crowded lobby. Uh-huh. I'll call in a bit. And remember, if I die today, this is your audition reel. None of you will ever work again. Let's just leave right now, then. The hell with it. <laughs> Which is what Trip's saying we're right done. now, anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that because, I mean, we're getting another round of stimulus. I'll be able to survive for another month. That's right. Now, you were saying that. That did go through. I, did, I was too busy well, watching Coming to America last I night. I think so. it's on the way to going through because someone someone uh, angrily yeah. tweeted at me last night or sent me a DM that said, uh, hey, enjoy your $14,000. And I'm like, I'm getting $14,000? They, they sent me this. So I looked it up, and there is a... For a family of four, there is a way that they can make fourteen thousand dollars if this new new stimulus package passes. Holy. Nice. Well, I mean, I mean, I've already gotten two checks, not anywhere close to right. seven grand or anything like that. The first one was seventeen hundred, and that was back in April. Right. The first round was was in April. The second one was in January. Yeah. Lisa got hers in December for twelve hundred bucks, and we got because it was six hundred for an adult yeah. and six hundred for for our kids. So I've gotten twenty nine hundred so far, but they're saying that if you're a family of four, that you could re and if you get this new one, which is fourteen hundred dollars per person, fourteen hundred, fourteen hundred okay. per person. So if okay. I so like if I get this next check, it'll be twenty eight hundred bucks. Oh man, and which is good because we're gonna stimulate the economy. We're gonna be <laughs> stimulating. We're gonna be doing what it says to do. But a family of four, and then because they're changing the t- child tax credit. You're going to start getting uh, monthly checks if you have a kid. Was it like welfare now, or what, what is this? <laughs> Not really like welfare, but you're going to get thirty three thousand dollars a year is the new limit on child tax care, and half of that money is going to be distributed to you monthly. So you get fifteen hundred bucks split up a month from the IRS, and then at the end of the year, you get another fifteen hundred bucks on your taxes for having a kid. For having a kid, hmm. I better re- get busy. I'm starting might. to rethink it. I'm, I'm starting to, but I see what a pain in the ass it is because I always see the uh, here's the stuff m- that you come in with. Well, here's <laughs> my problem is I, I started talking about this with Lisa. Is we got together ten years ago, and the boys were I think Chris was five, Alex was four. Right. The problem that that we had is that we didn't have more kids, so that they could take care of each other and stop being a pain in our asses. <laughs> So that's the one thing where the Mormons have it right, I think. You have eight kids. You're not paying attention to any of them. They take care of themselves. Well, especially if you're getting that kind of jack from the government now. If that, if that goes yeah, through. I can't understand most of the – I'm not going to say all of them, but there's a chunk of the, those families. If they have eight kids, 
their income is probably not qualifying for the stimulus. Absolutely. They're here. The, what are the uh, teachers that Lisa works with? Yeah, I think they have four or five kids. Okay, but the, but the wife doesn't work. So hmm. you're trying to support five kids and two adults on a teacher's salary. Oh man! And I know what we get with with Lisa's income. Yeah. Thank God we don't have any more kids. Well, that's true because I, I hear how ridiculous like uh, uh, like childcare is. I mean, I don't. It's when when Alex was young, it was 125 bucks a week minimum. And that was how many years ago now? This was at least 10 years. Yeah, ago because so it, it was right before he started school. It's probably at least, no, maybe doubled. By now, I would say. And during COVID, because like uh, Lisa's sister, our nephew goes to uh, daycare. Right. I think they're paying around 150 bucks. Oh, okay. All right. So it depends on if you get like an in-home or if you're going to like a tutor time or something like that. Right. But I know it's, it is a hefty bill. Well, and that's if you got multiple kids too. Exactly. I mean, Jack that times, you know, three exactly. or four. Ooh. Yep. Exactly. I knew something was up because I got a couple of uh, comments. I, I posted a... Uh, a grill that I'm selling on Instagram. <laughs> Here we go. He's on, already on, showing on, on Brady's list, you yes. know. And this was when all of a sudden I get a couple. Can't wait to get the uh, stimulus because that's what it's going to. Because it's priced right at what. Uh, if you <laughs> what have, the okay. stimulus? What? I'm like, I had no idea. That's I'm like, smooth. man, I nailed it. <laughs> I've had three people go when I get my check. Oh man. <laughs> When did you sell it or you have Boss to wait? Boss KUPD if you're looking for... Uh, no, I didn't. I, I I thought it would be funny. I'll put it up there. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to... Uh, I had another buddy that wants to sell his driver in uh, three wood. Uh, Brady's List. Bring yeah, it this way. Brady's List. Are you really? No, I did. Check it out. I did it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out Brady's Grill on KUPD Boss. And uh, as soon as that stimulus check comes in, they're going to be lining up for it. Wow, look at this. That's oh, nice. it's sweet. So wait, th- is it just the grill top, or is it's, it the whole? It's the grill, the steel entire grill, it? not the not the drawers. Oh, that's a built-in. Yeah, okay. that's a built-in. Yeah, gotcha. Or so burner with are, the rotisserie you, on there. Are you upgrading? Because I can't imagine you just selling no, your grill and not it, replacing. It, if you heard the thing, it's uh, my mistake is your payoff because I bought the wrong <laughs> size, okay. and I thought I was going to retrofit it, and right? as I got. Oh, this is where you had the smoker? Yeah. So no, 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 no. That I, I got. The smoker is next to that grill. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So anyway, it, it doesn't fit, and I was going to retrofit it, and that's looking at it and talking to people. Too much of a pain. Right. So I got to get rid of that one and put a, another one in there. So you got to put one in that fits. Yeah. So okay. that one has been, I, I've used it a, a few times, um, but it's just the point where it's starting to bother me, like because there's a gap there and oh, fill in there. Geez. Is it on the side or in the back? That's the gap. It's on the sides. Okay. Yeah. But like new grill, if you're looking for oh, a, it's a, sweet. a brand new grill, check out uh, check out <laughs> KUPD Boss Boss on KUPD. Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Get it straight. It's Boss first. That. <laughs> so so when those stimulus packages or checks start rolling in, and, and you know, hell with with the way gas prices are going up right now. Yeah, I don't I'm, I don't know what happened there. Cause it's insane. We are. Uh, I think we're number one in the country for gas price increase. Yeah, they were because talking. Because of Texas. That's really? what, well, they say that's part of it. That's what they say. And crude's they going through the roof now yeah. because everybody's what, worried the about refineries the refineries freeze too? Yeah, they shut down for, I think, a week-ish. Wow. The other thing I heard this morning, um, because of the whole stimulus and budgeting, the national um, basically projection of what we need to fix roads is like five point nine trillion. Yeah, that's what they're asking for. Right. I mean, how great would that be? It's like, hey, what do you think you budget? What you need for the roads? They're going to ask for. They're going to ask for all of them. Yeah. And so, 
That's going to have to be laid out. a paving company now. Or a, a road construction company. Exactly. The contracts yeah. out there to, uh, to be awarded on there. Then they also said some of the money that we've already had, there's like $3 trillion that has yet to be spent. In the stimulus or? No. on, uh, or on the roads. Stimulus. Kind yeah. of in the back. That it's the always there. there. And I remember John mentioning something about that, that there was, you know, there's like four, $4 trillion waiting to be thrown out there, but they're just waiting to see what happens and when we need to use it. Wow. Well, we need to use it because... And again, I don't know the there's, background. It hasn't happened in a while, but it, I know in Washington, in Seattle, down south of Seattle, there are two bridges that collapsed oh, on really? the I-5. Oh, yeah, one of them on the I-5 just because it's it's crumbling. you know. And there's another one in eastern Washington that crumbled. One of them collapsed, I think. And then in Minnesota, remember, yeah, in Minneapolis, ago. when that, that uh, interstate bridge collapsed. Right. So... And the that, problem with that one was they they had uh, estimates on it and like it needs to be repaired. There was right. there's so many bridges that are you know like how do you prioritize code red? Uh, yep. Yeah. How do you and, prioritize one over the other? And that was all pre-COVID stuff too. So I mean oh, yeah. they've, they've been dicking around with those bridges forever. But yeah, I don't know. They're they're uh, you know back to the gas prices though. I mean I guess AAA saying it's it's crude going through the roof. The pipe the refineries being shut down. More people getting back on the roads because now you know you you. you you can see it coming into work now. There's there are more there is more traffic on the roads. I, I think people are looking at the vaccine and thinking that things it's over. things are over. Yeah. And number it's not one. Number two, I did read an article uh, this week that said in six weeks and granted it was earlier in the week, it said that in six weeks we will cross the fifty percent barrier of vaccinated in the country. So half the country will be vaccinated in six weeks. Yesterday they said we're doing two million vaccinations a day. Wow. So if we cross 50% vaccinated in April, and then we get the rest of the country vaccinated by June. I see concerts coming back. I see a lot of things yeah. coming back. No, with, don't, don't build people's hopes up no, no, too no, no, much. No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm talking, <laughs> too I'm talking late. July yeah. and August. Yeah, I don't have to do too much building. Yeah. People too are ready late. to the get out. The gritty dirt oh, band is coming in town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need a vaccine if you're going to yeah. that thing. No, because you would have already, <laughs> you already had been it because you're 70. I saw two more on that marquee. <laughs> Uh, Colin Ray, which is a country guy, yep. and then the Bellamy Brothers. Oh my god! Another country. They were country. They, uh, yeah. well, they were no, soft rock, think, weren't they? Yeah, they were I think they were R and B. I'm gonna look them up. Yeah, let's see. I don't even remember who the Bellamy Brothers. Let are. your love flow. Is yeah, that, and that's yep. not R and B. I think. Oh yeah. Oh Let your yeah. Love flow. You got it. I'm gonna pull them up. All right. Let's. Oh, I don't know. They got cowboy hats on there. Oh, maybe. Let you, oh, oh is, yeah. Their 2012 version of Let Your Love Flow. Which which one are you on here? Maybe that's got like an Eddie Rabbit. Uh, oh, deal look at that! It. Look yeah, at that waterfall. Up, got to hear it. Oh, commercial. Oh, it's Mandalorian. to take you back to the. Are they? That would make sense. Yeah. Those are the Bellamy Brothers. Okay, I was thinking of someone else. Oh, okay. Now darker. I know that song. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a little river band for some reason. You thought this, this was? This song, yeah. No, my mom was deep into the Bellamy Brothers. Oh, my God. Wow, this and the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band coming to Gilbert. <laughs> two separate. Oh, two se- uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. You got to save, save twice, Brady? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's All a right. reason to stay away from Gilbert. If Are you kidding me? If you're near a computer, Google the Bellamy Brothers and watch this video. <laughs> God. That's that's the shirts that John loves with the arrows yeah. and, the, and the pearl snaps. Oh, God, 
got that's it. That's a jam there, yeah, Brad. Yeah, that's what they say. That's the rumor. I, I think I remember seeing them on Solid Gold of all shows. Oh, really? You remember Solid yeah, Gold? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Dion Warwick yep. was one of them. Who was, who was the other one on Solid Gold? Uh, the, uh, no, it was uh, Billy Preston, wasn't it? Or uh, Didn't Dion Warwick do Solid Gold, too? Billy McCoo or uh, oh, Marilyn McCoo. McCoo. There you go. Marilyn That's McCoo uh, from the Fifth Dimension. Fifth Dimension. Didn't Dion do one of those shows, though? Dion Warwick did, yeah. The Was... first season of Solid Gold. Okay, all right, good. With with comedian Marty Cohen and veteran L.A. DJ Robert W. Morgan. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> That'll be us 20 years from now. It'll yeah, be exactly. like Toledo, Brady, and Brett. Who? Veteran radio man Brett Vesley. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. So when, when are those big shows coming to Gilbert? I didn't see the day. Well, one of them was in November, so they got okay. time. Oh, okay. Well, by that time, everybody should be vaccinated. Yeah. The other date, you know, when the Bellamy brothers came up, I didn't see the date on that one. Okay. Or Colin Ray. Sorry. Call, I will say, I worked in, co- in country radio for five years. Colin yeah. Ray is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have hopefully that, he still is, but yeah, I, I have that at some of like our like our U fests and stuff. So we'll, you know, we'll be hanging out backstage and stuff, or you know, I'd be up there interviewing with Fitz and some bands that I'm not really into. Like once I meet him and they're cool as hell, it's like you like the right, band you know, better. Exactly, yeah. well, that yep. song's actually not as bad as I thought yep. it was. Yeah. All right, yep. I have that with a lot of like Lisa hates country music. Right, and body but, count. You don't have a choice. No, you have to like. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Boss N Word will <laughs> yeah. put you in put you in line there. Coco's ass too. Yep. <laughs> no, Lisa hates country music, but I'm working in it for five years. I have a lot of it still on my iPod. Right. And so it'll pop up every once in a while, and she screams, and I'm like, man, this guy is the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Garth Brooks, Vince Gill, all those guys. Are you got George Strait. Yeah, George. George I, is quiet. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Now, have you ever? Now, have you met any of those guys that are just like, what a dick, what a douche? Uh, let me think. Brooks and Dunn were a little edgy. Really? They were a little dickish. Yeah. But rarely. <laughs> rarely? Rarely? Were, were there any, uh, you know, the, the one on the bubble, and he wasn't really a douche. He was just a little crazy, and he dabbled in the country music was Tom Wopat. Oh, yeah. Oh well, well he was he was Luke. like a conspiracy. Luke was uh, before his concert um, in Wisconsin at this club. Went back. Uh, he's getting ready to go on stage. They can't find him. Right. And went back into the uh, the bathroom there, and uh, he was with a young lady in the bathroom. Nice, nice. Hey, you got almost missing of this uh, Tom Wolpat. Yeah, your your ten minutes. Of he was because when was this? This was was this ninety ninety. Yeah. Oh, in the nineties. So he's only okay, ten so years way removed. Past us. Yeah, he's only ten years removed from the Dukes, though. Yeah, right? he was still selling tickets enough for like a five hundred person uh, venue. That's so, how big this you know this club was in Racine, Wisconsin. Wow, he could open up for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band too. <laughs> I think the worst one I had was uh, was uh, Aaron Lewis from Stained. Yeah, just what a. I've heard dick. more about that the the not the last time, but the time before. Yeah, he was in here. Fitz and I tried to interview him. I have a, there's a weird story that I have about that though, because in 2002 when I first started here, uh-huh. we had them out at the uh, Mesa Amphitheater. Right. And you're right, to radio people and and to anybody else involved with the show, mm-hmm. complete asshole. Yeah. We had remember when we'd go through the crowd with a red if you had your uh, KPD shirt on. Yeah. To get you backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go through and I pull out this gal from that she had a stained shirt on and she had her KUPD shirt on over the top of it. Right. 
So I pull her backstage, and we're doing the meet all and right. greet. The cattle call of, of the meet and greet, you know? Yeah. Every, Mark Randall, all right, everybody line up here. Yeah. Here. And so they line up, and I, I see this girl, and she like, starts physically shaking as soon as Aaron and the rest of the band come right. out. Like, she starts shaking. She has to go. She, she almost drops, from, almost faints. She has to go and sit down on one of the uh, picnic tables. So Aaron Lewis comes up and he does his old cattle line and he goes through to her and she starts crying and like like just still physically shaking. He, to his credit, right? He picked her up and took her to a different part and they sat down on a on a picnic p- table for about ten really? minutes and he okay. talked to her. He was that band was her idol, uh-huh. and and she was she was about by, beside herself trying to meet him and he was super nice to her, dick to everyone else. Oh. He was the worst because we 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 had him at U Fest that year. With, I think uh, was Godsmack was on the bill mm-hmm. too. So I think it was a it was the uh, the double bill. And you know we, when when Fitz and I would be doing the interviews with everybody, we always tell Nancy or, who was setting up the shows at that time. You know, hey, just bring us no more than two members of the band right. because it just gets too hectic up there. One preferably, but two is fine. And all four of them come rolling up, and Aaron just comes up and he just sits there, and Fitz is trying to talk to him, and he's just like, hey, so uh, you know. And he's getting these one-word answers hey, out of them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mama Cena. Maybe doing? that's why it started off like that. <laughs> What's up, Mama? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he 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 was trying to get all these words out. You know, Aaron wouldn't talk anything about the sh- anything about Stained because they just got back together and did that new album. I was excited about that album because it was like it was their their kind of comeback album. They got hard again. It wasn't all the ballady stuff, and uh, so he couldn't get anything out of Aaron. And, and Fitz is finally like, well. Uh, well, let's talk about the the country stuff you're doing, Aaron. And he just turns around and goes, I thought this was a rock and roll show. And I'm just like behind Fitz. I'm like, dude, just yeah. cut it. Cut Why bother to do the interview? Yeah. Right? That's what we said that about exactly. uh, Maynard back in the day. If you're going to be a jerk, then don't, just don't do it. Or send somebody else up. And plus, there, you know, it only sells more records for you. Right. You have a, well, a ideal interview, it sells the music. No. Unless, you're, unless you're Maynard, yeah. who makes a living off of being a weird a-hole most of the time. Yeah. And, and the Tool fans and Perfect Circle fans, they eat that up. When we had him on, their Tool fans were, were calling and saying, yeah, that's cool. That was cool you had him on. I'm like, really? That was like an was interview of nothing. It, you know, and, and it's funny because you watch you watch like, like Maynard, for example, you watch him with Tool, and that's obviously his bread and butter. Yeah. That's where he made his money. That's how he can afford to do his his uh, vineyards, yeah, his vineyards, and can do a perfect circle and Pussifer and stuff like that. But he's such a dick when it comes to Tool. Yeah, he just doesn't want to talk about anything. But you see him up on stage for like a perfect circle show or Pussifer stuff. He's great. He's happy. He's up front. But when he's Is with he Tool, he's hiding in the back. Two? Yeah, yep. yeah, he's right up front. The two times I've seen him with Tool, they were fan- one was at Tiffany amazing Beach Park. They're yeah, great it show. Was, it was incredible. Never saw him. Like you, yeah, really he hides never in the back. Saw him. Yeah. I think he. I think it's got to be to a point where he he does it because he enjoys it. Has it's to be some narcissism be. in there. Yeah, it's got to be pissing people off or just making them uncomfortable during the interview. It's, it's just, not really hurting. It's not hurting you at all. Yeah. your image. Yeah, no, it's, it's just so different because like a guy like Robert Trujillo, great guy, super so nice, super nice guy, and he's been around the block a number of times. Yep. And he has every reason to be a, be an asshole. Oh, He's yeah. in Metallica now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he came up through, he paid his dues, but he is just the nicest guy ever. He, he You know, it, it, everybody gives me crap about, you know, uh, you know being friends suicidal. with Mike Muir and suicidal. And obviously, Robert Trujillo was in suicidal. I was talking to Mike 
right around when Robert got in, he goes, and he was even telling me, he goes, he says, I just hope they don't dick him over kind of like they did with Jason right. originally, haze him like that. Right. He says, because that guy is the nicest guy. He goes, yeah. we were on the height of one of our albums and he's trying to book us to play a friend's backyard party. And he's like, dude, we can't do that. But that was just, that's just kind of how Robert was. That's funny. So it's great when you get artists like that, but you, you get the Maynards of the world. And it's just like, dude, if you don't want to do it, then don't do I, it. Yeah, I've never understood that. Because I've seen him, I've heard about, you know, the big Mega Tool fans going to, going to his wine signings and yes. stuff like that. And he just doesn't even look up, doesn't want to, if you mention Tool, he gets, he just yep. completely shuts yep. you off. You're, you're told that in line. They did that at you the are. Whole Foods. Oh, that's it. Didn't, didn't Ronnie go? Yeah. Okay. And went before, and you're told not to mention Tool. Yeah. And no pictures usually. It's basically get your bottle. Yeah. Uh, they might Someone might clip a picture there when the, when you're going by, but you can't right. stop. I get that because if there's a you thousand people waiting, moving, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's going to take forever to go through. So keep yeah. it moving. But you can you can do still do pleasantries. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, you know, thank even, you. A little bit. Thank you people. for buying my wine. Like Nikki Six. Nikki Six signed his book up at uh, Barnes and Noble in like Desert Ridge, and we were up there for right. that. And that line stretched out b- behind the block too. And as as much as he could, he stopped and took a picture with everybody. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I, I had another, you know, I had an example of like a guy being nice that sometimes gets a reputation of being a dick was Rob Zombie. And we were at we were at Mesa Amphitheater. We had the same thing, the the cattle call in the back. And you know, around a lot of you guys been to Mesa Amphitheater, you know, the backside is just kind of uh, it's got that chain link fence around yeah. it and stuff like yeah. that. Well, we did we did our meet and greet, and he was he was cool, he was fine, you know. And this guy's like. This guy's screaming, screaming at him from the gate, and he's like, "Rob, Rob, Rob! When, when we went to Vegas, I couldn't. My pick, my camera didn't work." And he's like, "Let that guy in." Brings him in, takes yeah. a picture with him, signs his thing, and then goes over to the chain link fence where everybody's trying to get autographs, and was taking selfies through the chain link fence with fans. That's yeah, those are rare uh, stories from Rob. Yeah, exactly. all I remember is every time we've had him on an interview, he's just difficult. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to really talk. He's he's burned. It's, but like, but like Brady said, then then just cash out, right? I mean, I know people want to hear from you, and you're the yeah. face of the band, yeah. But if you if you don't want to be interviewed, then don't be interviewed, and and make it more of a rare thing when you are, and then you can be engaged during your interview. Well, we had that with after the whole uh, Aaron Lewis debacle, mm-hmm. we had Stain back here again on one of the summer shows out at the Pavilion. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, it doesn't matter. But I remember that and. Larry called up their label saying, "What? Why are you sending this douche up here? Mm-hmm. Basically, and you know, I'm, I'm going to drop your and, records. I'm and done trying with it, to you know? still force us to play the music, right? Yeah, yeah. And the label basically like kind of begged Larry, like, "Hey, man, you know, what can we do? What can we right. do? And can we can you know give us a makeup? And then they sent Mike down, the guitar player, for an interview with me and Fitz, and he was great. Yeah. He was a nice guy. He was on his he was on his best behavior and." Yeah, but how about that for Mike though too? He knows that he knows that Aaron's the asshole in the band. Right. He knows that he's the reason why things why he's got to go play nice. Right. That sucks too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Speaking of nice guys, uh, Corey Taylor. Yeah. That dude. That dude is such a nice guy. So let's. Uh, we had a suggestion for uh, some Slipknot for the uh, wake up song, and of course the wake up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop over in Mesa. Southern and Gilbert Road. All right. If you're in, in anything going downhill, doesn't matter on the snow or on the trails, check them out at Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as at Action Ride Shop on Instagram. This is Unsainted. It's Slipknot, your wake up song. Big Red Radio, 98 KUPD. It's out of control now.